Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Today's guest grew up not enjoying writing. And wouldn't you know it now, she's the author of several books and works of poetry. We're joined today by Winnipeg poet Sarah Clausen. She is an icon in the Mennonite writing community and has been the recipient of numerous awards and accolades. Her new collection, Tree of Life, contemplates human experience and charts the paths we travel in search of the Tree of Life. Today, she'll share more about her new poetry collection and more about her writing journey. We're joined today by Sarah Clausen. She is a Winnipeg poet and most recently has put together a poetry collection called The Tree of Life. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Oh, well, I I am a former teacher. I used to teach um, English at uh, high school here in Winnipeg. And I grew up in the Interlake, actually, uh, where it, that's where I started school. And, um, um, yeah, I took early retirement from teaching because by then I was beginning to write and I wanted more time for writing. So that's what I did. But after my retirement from teaching, I actually had an opportunity to teach several summer schools and several academic years in Lithuania at the um, LCC um, University there. And uh, so I didn't completely stop teaching, but I always continued writing. And uh, I write both fiction and poetry. How did you get into writing, Sarah? Was that something you always enjoyed as a young person or did it come later in life? No, I did not enjoy writing as a young person. <laughs> in fact, um, I went to the MBCI, which is a Mennonite high school, and we had very few options way back then. But I did have the option in grade 12 of taking either history or physics. And I very foolishly chose physics because I wouldn't have to write essays, whereas in history I would. So that's how much I liked writing back then. I think my... My interest in actually writing came from my teaching. I have to give credit to my my teaching experience there because in uh, preparing for my, my classes in the classroom, um, of course, I had to become familiar with a lot of literature. And I admired a lot of the writing, and I always thought that was such a wonderful thing to be able to do, but I didn't think that I could do it. But eventually I wanted to try, and so I did. What was that like once you started trying? What did uh, you experience? Well, the thing was, I, I really liked the short story form, and it was stories that I wanted to write. But this was um, way back, pre-computers, um, and I thought if I started writing a story, my my workspace, the room where I did my work, and all my schoolwork where I prepared my lessons and marked student papers was already always cluttered with all kinds of papers. And I thought if I add to that the papers of a short story, they'd be all over, they'd get lost, I couldn't keep track of it. I had only a, a typewriter, an electric typewriter with a kind of a an awkward correcting device. So I thought, well, if I write a poem, I try writing a poem, I could fit it all on one page and there wouldn't be so much to keep track of. 
So that's what I did, and that's why I started with poetry, which is an odd reason to begin with poetry. But I think, like many other poets, once once you begin writing poetry, you're you're hooked, and you continue writing poetry. But I did later go back to writing fiction, both short stories, and I've written one novel. And for someone who didn't enjoy writing, you've actually been the recipient of numerous awards and accolades now. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, yes. Um, of course, uh, um, awards are always... Uh, not, I, random is not the word I want to use, but um, they're always good news, of course, if you get an award because it promotes your work in some way and draws attention to it. But... Um, there's always a certain amount of luck involved because it depends on who does the choosing and so on. But um, yes, I have received awards for, for my poetry, not so much for my fiction, um, but I have um, received a number of awards. I've received the National Magazine Award twice, once gold, once silver for poetry. So, And my very first poetry book, called Journey to Yalta, it received the Gerald Lampert Memorial Award, which was the award given by the League of Canadian Poets to a first poetry collection. So that was my very first poetry collection, and I received an award for that. And an award is always an encouragement, of course. That was a very humble answer, very Mennonite of you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about this new collection of poetry, The Tree of Life. Uh, how did the inspiration come about? What's the collection uh, about? Uh, the collection began, um, I started writing it after my previous book, which was uh, which was uh, called Monstrance. And I started writing without any theme in mind. This is, I don't usually write with a theme in mind. I did that only once. And that was a book of poetry I wrote about, um, a young Jewish woman, um, Simone Vey. And I started out writing about her life in poetry. And I wanted to find out if I could sustain that, the theme the story of her life for the full extent of one book. And I did that. Well, I haven't done that since. So what happens is I write with whatever inspires me. And that's often nature, or it may come from travels, or it may come from um, um, experience with people, whether that's with um, um, people in, in a faith setting or in a... In, a secular setting, and I write, and I don't have a theme in mind, but what I do quite often is write more than, when I, when a subject catches my attention, I write more than one poem about that. So that helps when it comes to putting a collection together. Then I have groups of poems that can form a section in the book. And um, that still doesn't... Um, always help to unite an entire collection. And in this case, I had to think about that, and I discovered that I had occasionally to have referred to the Tree of Life, which is an image that comes from both the book of Genesis and the book of Revelation. It's there at the beginning, and it's there at the end. And that, 
I had referenced that once or twice, and then I thought, well, there is an image, at least, that can connect this uh, collection. And um, so that became uh, an image, and that also appears on the cover of my book, and uh, an image that sort of unites the collection. I hope it unites the collection. It does for me. The poetry also looks at uh, injustice, and I think that's a big part of God's creation as well. And the story of the Bible, right, is a quest for justice. Yes, all of this was written before the pandemic, so there's no reference to that. But all through the history of our planet, people have suffered for various in various ways, and one. Um, Group that has suffered, I would say, is or various groups are the the uh, the people who have had to leave their homes and migrate, sometimes in large groups, sometimes in small boats, to places of safety uh, and places where where they can be and live freely. And so um, there never ha- there has never been a time on planet Earth when there hasn't been injustice and suffering and that's part of life and what's part of life can naturally become the subject of poetry when you're writing poetry uh do you feel like i don't know the presence of god or something spiritual happening to you as you write this poetry and envision things (laughs) um well uh that's a very good question um, I do believe in inspiration. Um, I also believe in having to work, you have to work at poetry. I don't think I've ever um, lacked a subject to write about. And am I inspired by God? Well, that would be a large claim to make. Um, but then the, the spirit is everywhere. And I guess inspiration is spirit. Hmm. And we are inspirited people, all of us. And sometimes we allow ourselves to be, I guess, to be inspirited by the wrong spirit. And I hope that in writing my poetry, um, I don't allow the wrong kinds of spirits to dominate the work. And I hope it is the good spirit that that um, infuses the work. And I guess that's what we poets do strive for. Sarah, for those who have never picked up a book of poetry, what would you say is the best thing about poetry? Uh, Somebody was telling me the other day that she was reading my book of poetry a section at a time, and I think it's good because poetry um, is uh, perhaps more intense. Um, A poet poet who once uh, did a workshop that I attended said, Poetry is the most economical way of expression. Um, that means fewer words in a poem than in a novel, for instance. But there's a greater intensity there. And um, I think that the, um, the poet has to be more attentive to every single word. The words themselves have to be important, every single word. When, when we write poetry, we weigh every word, every phrase, every syllable, every line. Has that impacted how you interact with scripture? Yeah, I would think so. 
I would think so. Um, it requires something of the reader always, for sure. And I think in in uh, poetry, um, a, a different a kind of attention is required from the reader. The reader brings to it her experiences as well and her familiarity or 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 um, love of words. Um, so I think it's a different kind of attention than you give to a novel. What about this? One of my last questions in 2020, what kind of inspiration has this year given you as a poet? You know what? I have not re- written much in this last year. For one thing, I was busy with editing this book and re- and um, working with the production team and so on. And also, uh, sometimes... Um, I think it's good not to rush into something. Uh, I know a lot has been written about 2020 already. A lot of it, most of it, this morning's paper, for instance, all about COVID-19. Sometimes it's better to put a bit of distance between myself and the subject Hmm. and then write Mm -hmm. about it. So perhaps I will write about that someday. I don't know. But as far as writing, if I have written... Um, I have a view of the river from my window, and nature is always an inspiration. And uh, I, I'll write, likely write about that before I write about the pandemic. I like that. How can we get your book? Well, you can get it from um, McNally's. Yes, from McNally's is, is probably the best way, or from the publisher. Turnstone Press is the publisher. Thanks to Sarah for joining us today, and thanks to you for joining us today as well. Remember, Connections airs twice a day, once in the morning as well as once in the evening. You can also find the podcast version at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. We'll talk to you again on Connections.